Hello and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. Shortly we'll be bringing you reaction to FC United's Sunday afternoon fixture from the North West Women's League as the Reds travelled to Fleetwood Town. But before that it's to Saturday afternoon at Broadhurst Park as playoff chasing FC United hosted Stafford Rangers in the Northern Premier League. And let's hand over now to Ben and Woodso shortly before kickoff. Well, welcome everyone to Broadhurst Park. Can you join us here on a Saturday afternoon for the final? <coughs> Hello. Sorry. For the final <laughs> home game of the season. FC United taking on Stafford Rangers this afternoon, and pre-match, about precisely 48 minutes before kickoff, we're joined now in the main stand by Woodso. Hello, Woodso. Hello. Right. Let's, Hello. Let's. Do you, do you sorry. Know? Sorry. More niceties. How are you? I'm all, I am all right. Thank good, you very much. Good. Thanks for How are you? I'm fine. Good. Right. Do you remember the early nineties? No. Yeah. Cash your mind back to the oh, old. It, I'm younger than you. I, have I know. Chat with you every every cash, week. Cash your much. mind back to the old Manchester days. Flowered up. I don't remember flowered up. Oh, Get in right. touch. So if you're listening on North Manchester FM, if you remember the band they had a, from they had London. A, Yes. You know what? I'm going to go on. Allmusic.com. Well, right, just there, there's all, a point other, to this. Other music databases are available, but they're not as good. What are they called? Flowered Up? Flowered Up. Flowered Up. Oh, there they are. There you are. Okay. One album, A Life with Brian. A Life with Brian. A Life, yeah. Life with Brian. Yeah. Two stars. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's oh not great. Oh, my goodness It's me. not great. But they had a song called Weekender. <laughs> okay. They had another one called It's On. It's on. <laughs> and that, my friends, is where I'm going with this conversation. Oh, right. It's on. We went a long way for that. We did. We, uh, we got there in the end. <laughs> via uh, London. All music. Thank you very much. I uh, hope you enjoyed the publicity. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm uh, flowered up. Now, is <laughs> it, you are. Is it on? Uh, well, let's, yeah. let's discuss. Let's see. Uh, five points behind Radcliffe. Radcliffe today taking on Gainsborough Trinity. Today, everyone is proper boom-banger-bang Saturday. Gainsborough taking on Radcliffe today at State to Park. Uh, Radcliffe are the team in fifth at the moment, five points ahead of FC United. Essentially, if Radcliffe win today, it's done. We cannot make the playoffs. Correct. If they draw, it's still <laughs> on, but only just. We do have a, the best goal difference out of everyone at the moment yes. in and around that playoff line. Um, so Radcliffe taking on Gainsborough. Gainsborough need a win to have any hope of catching Bamber Bridge in third. If they can finish third, it means they get a home semi-final playoff, which is quite handy. Hyde United, though, they're taking on Marine. I mean, can you believe it? Unbelievable. Marine. It's unbelievable. I can't believe they're playing each other the same. They're in the same I league and everything. I know, I know. But Marine, one point at FC United, also with a chance of getting to the playoffs next Saturday. Hyde United, three points ahead of FC United. Now, if Hyde United win and Radcliffe get beat or draw, it's not strictly over. But it does make it a bit more difficult because the goal difference is exactly the same for us and Hyde. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a better goals for talent. The big thing about this is Radcliffe have, had a, have, have hit a bad run just at the right time for us and the wrong time for them. But all these teams are playing each other today and next week as well. Matlock Town today are taking on Bamber Bridge. Bamber Bridge. It's like, blimey, really. Bamber Bridge need to win. Uh, if they win, uh, then they overtake Warrington and have a chance of getting a home semi-final as well as a home final in the playoff, guaranteed, um, which would be remarkable. Basically, in a nutshell, if Radcliffe wins today, it's done. It is, but, but, but it's also done if FC United don't win. Yeah, that's yeah, the crux yeah. Well, of it. we've got to win two games. That's that's the simple now equation. What so? It's on. It is on. Given the fact that I've been asking that question for you about have. three months now. Tongue in cheek. We've actually got to the stage now where we're still talking about it. Yeah, but it, yeah. it, it could actually happen. It is asking a lot, though, isn't it's it? It's asking about a hell of a lot. Of course, it is. But we scored ten goals in two games last week, and five of them against a team you wouldn't have expected us to have scored five against. We've not spoken uh, since no. the full time uh, at Ashton. No, um, that performance. Uh, I asked Paul 
which was a better performance, the Bamber Bridge game or Ashton? He went with the Bamber Bridge game because obviously Bamber the, Bridge. The opponent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I have to say, FC United were relentless. On I got a on message after relentless. the game. I got an effort, a message after the game from a work colleague who goes watching Ashton. He really, I didn't see him actually. His message basically said, "How did you not get double figures? We, we played really, really well. I suppose to be very, very picky. The only disappointment was we didn't score more than five because I wanted six or seven. I, I like to, I like it when you get to seven because that's when the, that's when the word seven gets typed on the video print and grandstand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, now it's not all uh, plain sailing, obviously, because uh, last week's match we'll hear from Neil Reynolds shortly. But uh, Wallerton is out for the season now, as is Griffiths. Right. Uh, obviously, we know about Ennis as well. So in midfield today, it's looking like probably it's either going to be Jones or, or Dodd. Pling- oh, Jones or Dodd? Oh, I was going to say Palinka. All oh, right. You okay. know what? And because of the long throw, he'll want tall centre backs who can head the ball. I know Dodd can head the ball. And obviously Dodd. What uh, long throw? Oh yeah, he tonks. Yeah, tonks, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so that's that is a bit of a blow, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think we fear that. I don't know if Potts. Is, I mean, in all the main Potts, I don't know if he's back for next Saturday. We, he is back. Yeah, for next so we, we've got another body in for next Saturday, I suppose, in midfield. We've had to get no more injuries today. We've just got to patch it through. We've got two games. We need to get six points. If we do get six points, it gives us a fighting chance that we didn't think we had, you know, six weeks ago or whatever. If we don't, you look back at various things in the season. I, I, I've, I've pinpointed seven games that we've lost that we should have save it for the end games. of the season. No, I, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you know, potentially 21 points. If, if you put a couple of draws in there that we drew them, then you know you've got 17 or 18 points that we that we probably are shy. You know, Coles twice. Come on, Liversidge. Liversidge. These away. We should. You know, Nantwich at home nil nil. There's a lot of games that we that, we, that we've not picked up. Full or it, or, or we go one point where we should be looking at three. There's a, there's an obvious thing where it says minus three next to our name, but it isn't just that. That's obviously in there because it's, it's fact. So we, we obviously we'll look at the season like you say when we come to the, the end of the season review. But that might be one of the more frustrating ones we've ever done because you're going to look at games and go, well, we should have got three points there. We should have got three points there. We should have got three points there, and that'll put you straight in the playoffs. Yeah, it's frustrating, but the fact that we that we're playing for six, we've got six points to play for, and we're still talking about a possible playoff place. That was inconceivable February, March time. So, you know what? Let's just see what happens these next two games. Win today. Like you said, 10 to 5. It could be all be academic and all over anyway. Yeah, it should, it should be interesting to watch. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Mean, um, but if we play like the attacking football we've played in the last few weeks, we should be getting three points today. But there's a big word there. It's called if. Well, thank you, Woodso, for joining us uh, pre-match. Right. Um, let's hand over now to the FC United manager, Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with earlier. Last home game of the season. Neil, thoughts on today? Last home game. You know, we're going into it confident. You know, not not arrogant, but confident. You know, we obviously after after the, the last four results, you, you failed not to be confident. And, you know, the goals for record, uh, the goals against record is really positive. And we want to... You know, we want to send everyone away happy today. You know, the support's been brilliant all season. Uh, and we want to make sure at quarter to five that when we're doing, you know, a kind of a lap and, and saying goodbye to the fans until next season at Broadhurst Park, then we're giving them something to, to uh, remember the season by. Obviously, that was a, a decent first question from me, a nice open-ended one. But I suppose the listeners want to know, is, um, is it on? I think mathematically it's on. You know, I, I, I was just talking to their, you know, their management team before, and I didn't realise it until last week that they only became mathematically saved from relegation uh, from getting that point. So if you look at the mathematics that sit around it, it's on. You know, I always say there's one team that comes from nowhere. You know, in the sprint race, and you know, if if we won, and if Radcliffe dropped points today. And and it got, well, yeah, and <laughs> high, but we've got plus 20 goal difference on them, so we've hide win today. It still goes to the last game of the season. For me, 
for me, the only the two results that matter in the league today, to stop it from going to the end of the season, is if we don't win today and Ratcliffe do win, then, then it's off. But if we win, and we have to win, and Ratcliffe drop a point, it has to go to the last game of the season, which you know would be which would be incredible. But it isn't about that for us, Ben. Honestly, I've 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 thoroughly enjoyed working with this new team for the last couple of months, two three months, and they're, they're an absolute joy to work with. And they're not always going to have the highs of five 0 at Ashton and five two Bamber Bridge, and there'll be a lot of expectation. People think we can go and put another four or five, but football doesn't work like that. You know, we, although we've had a good week, you never know. You know, you only have to get hit like you did last week against Bamber Bridge with goal of the season, in my opinion. You know, they're, they're going to come here playing pressure free. They know they're safe. They've got the weapon that is, you know, the throwing, which we know that's going to come in from every angle. They've scored 29 goals or scored 29 goals from the first ball or from the second ball from the throw in this season, which is remarkable. So we've got to be on our metal, Ben. But for us, it's just nice looking up instead of looking down. There was one point in the season that, you know, when the, when the squad got derailed, we, we were looking behind us and that wasn't nice. And we think it was kind of the next point going to come from. But, you know, fair play to them, five wins out of six. And, you know, we're, we're motoring on and, and hopefully we can finish strong. Um, obviously, last weekend, I mean, I've, I've edited the Ashton United game now, and I think that performance was better than Bamber Bridge. It was just a relentless, and it was spared on by Michael Donoghue, who was superb. So, uh, how's training been this week? And obviously, there was a couple of players who went off injured, Griffiths and, and Wallerton. So, have you got an update on how we're looking? Yeah, I mean, firstly, on the squad, you know, we, we are massively depleted now. Wallerton's done for the season, Griffiths is done for the season. Ennis is done for the season. Potts is still away. You know, the, the squad kind of picks itself today. Young Serene comes in the squad and and, uh, and DJ comes in. You know, Matty Van Wyke, Keegan Hartley uh, and Sandro make up the bench. Uh, attacking 11, you know, same back four as last week with uh, Vaughan, uh, Curtis Jones, Jan and, and Hall. And then we'll go with Dodd and uh, Donners, uh, Keane and Dante in the wide areas, Max and Faisal up top. Going back to your first question about Donoghue, you know, I, I say it, I say it, and I keep saying it until people literally listen. You know, he's the best player in the league, and when you haven't got a Michael Donoghue, you're not going to be as effective. And then when you take out a Mike Donoghue or a Regal Lee or a Callum Griffith or a Charlie Ennis or a Curtis Jones or a Adam Dodd, whoever it may be, you're going to be weaker. You know, then you lose your Degrucci's, your Finn Armstrongs, etc. It's really hard. But you put you put Donoghue into any team, yeah. and he should be playing higher. You know, there's no two ways about it. But loves it here. When you put him in in your team, you've got a real chance, and that's our that's our engine. You know, we've converted him from a, a winger to a ten. You know, he's a four or an eight all day long, and I'm as a manager, you wake up confident. And I know you shouldn't pin everything. It's not one player, but he's that good. Yeah. He's that good. He's that infectious. He's 25. He's that fit. He gets around. He gets goals. The fans love him. You want the Michael Donoghue, and, and we're all deflated when he doesn't play. Uh, but he's playing, and he played really well last week. He dropped out of training on Thursday, just fatigued, you know, which is fine. Guy Hall dropped out of training, just fatigued. Uh, but we had a really good, we had a really good bounce, and you know, just seeing the lads in there now, they're all kind of doing the sweepstake for after the game. There's a real, they're doing it all together. Yeah. You know, it's all about the game then, and the music's going. They're brilliant. They're brilliant, and for us, Ben, you know, I, I didn't realise, you know, someone put on the form guy. I think we've. We've got one of the best home records in the league uh, over 10 games, last 10 games. You know, people said we didn't win enough no. on a Saturday and I think it's one defeat at 10 at Broadhurst Park. So so we're happy. You know, We, we just want to desperately win today uh, and whatever happens elsewhere happens. But for us, let's let's win. Let's get involved in the supporters' party afterwards, a couple of presentations and you know we'll take it from there. But just a big thanks, Ben, for everyone who's, who's listened obviously this season and everyone who comes to support us at Broadhurst Park and hopefully we can, we can get another Saturday win. Neil, big good luck today. I was thinking before about the great comebacks, Warrington, 
Lancaster South Shields. This would certainly be up there, that's for sure. Uh, but Neil, be good luck today and catch up at full Brilliant. time. Cheers, Ben. Neil Reynolds there speaking to me about an hour or so ago. Stato Paul joins us for FC Live, the uh, match broadcast, uh, bringing you Boom Bang Bang Saturday, as we're calling it here this afternoon. Yeah, I think he's right in saying, really. I, I think this afternoon's destiny, if you want to call it that, is in the hands of Gainsborough Trinity. Because if they win at Radcliffe, they're guaranteed a playoff spot. Yeah. They've got massive motivation to go to Radcliffe and win, who are struggling. Of course, we also have to win. So then you look at Stafford Rangers, who are now safe. Yeah. Not a lot of motivation for them, I would say, apart from pride. And they've got some injuries. We've we got, also yeah. owe Stafford Rangers, yeah. because we lost there in November, and they won 3-1 here last season. Yeah. With 10 men for half an hour. Yeah. That hurts. That really did hurt. And I wouldn't be surprised if Renault has reminded the players of that. And we don't want to lose three in a row against them. Now, we'll get to the permutations in a second, but this game does come with a big caveat. Gainsborough could put in a performance and, and beat Radcliffe. Like, they still have an outside chance, actually, of catching Bamber Bridge. And it's actually a good chance as well, because they've got a far superior goal difference to Bamber Bridge. But it is partly about ourselves as well. This is the kind of game where all season long, and for spells last season... We got beaten. Yeah. Um, but looking at our recent form, does that suggest that Cameron Belford, one of our ex-players, yep. is in for a busy afternoon? He kept a clean sheet at Marston Road in November and played very well. But, having said that, he didn't have a lot to do. No, it was a, it was a very odd... It was not game. It was just an unbalanced no, kind of there was game. There no, nothing happening from either side yeah, all the way through it. It was a dreary uh, game. It really was. I'd, I'd, I'd actually go as far as to say that was the most dullest game this season. Possibly, Possibly. Yes. I'm, I'm struggling to find a, a more oh, duller one. Atherton. Um, Atherton yeah. Coles. Or, yeah, or, right. or Warrington Rylands away. Yes. That possibly wins the prize. That nil-nil. You know what? I think Stafford was worse. I you it was, uh, yeah, I don't, there's nothing happened. Yeah. Um, at least at Atherton Coles, we, we had Michael Potts with us. And that was, yeah. that was quite nice. But anyway. The other thing is. Go on. We're looking for a fifth league win in a row. We've not done that since 2019. 2019. And, what and that was seven in a row. And where did we finish in 2019? Roughly well, before COVID we got in the way. We were second when the mm. season was terminated. Yes. And the other thing was, the Ashton win was the biggest away win for FC in the league since 2010, when we won 6-1 at Nantwich. That's a long time ago. And just to touch upon last week, it was. I, I'm, I know you said Bamber Bridge was a better performance. I think Ashton United was. It was just... When have you ever seen an FC United team play football at Hurst Cross like that? It's just never happened before. I kind of agree, but I have to also say Ashton were very poor on the day. I don't think they were. I think I they think were. There were chances that they had. I mean, Gilchrist had a shot on goal 20 yeah. seconds into the game. They did but, have chances. But over the 90 minutes, they didn't really... I mean, the second half was very much one-way traffic. It was, but I think that's more to do... Well, put it this way. The amount of times where Michael Donoghue did an interception in midfield, where Ashton... It was Whittam and Lowe in midfield. Yeah. And Donoghue just bullied them. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. amazing. Um, it's asking a lot to put in a performance like that again today. Different opposition. Obviously, we all know about the long throw that we're going to be battered with. Tom Tonks. Yes, we know all about it. It's whether we can stand up to it. Um, we need two big, tall players at the back to do their jobs this afternoon. And at the set pieces, everyone's got to pick up a man. Now, we'll get to the team in a, in a second or two, but Adam Dodd, Jan Palinkas, Curtis Jones, Guy Hall and Ethan Vaughan all start. That's because Wallerton's injured, Ennis is injured, Potts is away, Griffiths is injured. 
we're short of midfielders all of a sudden. After people saying, oh, we've got loads of midfielders, we haven't anymore. So I imagine one of Dodd, Pelinkus or Jones will be playing central midfield today with Donoghue. And you think it might be Dodd? And for opposition like this, I would say to the team, don't give away cheap throw-ins. No. Because that will lead to a downfall. We don't give away cheap throw-ins. Stafford shouldn't give away cheap corners because that's, well, the, that's the other thing. Our corners at the minute, Paul, are another level. Well, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? We've, we've probably went months without scoring from a corner. And now it's like London buses. We have to credit Baru and Gabidon, especially Gabidon as well. Gabidon's corners, 90% of the time, I'm just picking that number out of thin air, but it sounds good, doesn't it? He puts in a ball. I, I think a, another factor is Max Kane's goal scoring, 88. Yes. Now, although. Post Linney. Paul, I'm going to have to flag this, mate, because people have watched the Ashton game on YouTube and gone, that's not Max Kane's goal. The second one, the header. Yeah. From our angle, it looked like Max had done a, a, a looping header. But when you look at it from behind, it's an own goal. But he did get a head on it, firstly. He got a touch. So who knows where that was going. It could have been goal-bound, so we'll give it to Max Kane. There. That, well, players don't like own goals. So I'm sure the, the Ashton player will be delighted if Max Kane gets the credit for it. That's true. Uh, so Max Kane is up front. Um, obviously, Donahue uh, and we reckon Dodd will be in midfield. Guy Hall and Ethan Vaughan are the full-backs. The pair of them had belting games last week, especially Ethan Vaughan I thought as well, because um, we, we said in the build-up at Ashton, he needs to put a marker down here because, you know, Wallerton's doing a good job at right-back. I think he did. Yeah, I think collectively it was an all-round performance at Ashton, wasn't it? It wasn't like the midfield no. one as the game or the front men one as the game. And the, the highlight of the game for me involved Ethan Vaughan. It's when Donahue, Baru and Vaughan were all in that, near the touchline, near the camera, and Donahue manages to smuggle the ball out mm. and even Vaughan applauds him above his head. It's like just a, a team effort there. That all goes to show what last week was about. And Sangare as well, I loved his substitution. And Renault apparently told him yes. to go to the other side to get the acclaim, <laughs> which is a good move because, you know, it does endear him a bit to the fans, doesn't it? You know, it, it helps. It certainly does. And he, and he is playing a key role in holding the ball up for, for oh, like, was, the likes of Max Kane and Gabidon and other people. He was brilliant last He's week. He's playing other people in, he, isn't he? And the other player is Baru, who I don't know how many times we said last week and um, when we commentated up at Morpeth, how many times he turns a player and he leaves them. He really does leave them behind. We're a pat on the back. See he you is, later. It's he, amazing. He is a talent. He really is. And Stockport will be dying to get him back, I think, at the end of the season. Now, Paul, we're saying all this, and we're all excited about today. You know, FC United can get a win, Radcliffe can get beat or draw, and suddenly we're heading to the last weekend of the season, and it's all on. But it could go the other way. We could have a really dull affair here at Broadhurst Park. Stafford can do a job, and uh, Gainsborough get a beat at Stainson Park. It could happen. It and could we have do. to prepare ourselves for that. Yeah, it, it could go flat. But even if it does... We've had a good run in. We've had so a very far. good run in. And we have to hold on to that for next season. In that if we can keep the core of players we've got, I don't think we need a lot of players in the summer. No, I don't either. I and don't. I'm sure the manager's thinking that now. Yeah. And just to say as well, um, if it does go flat, we do have to remember where we were before South Shields. We were, we were nowhere. We were drifting mid-table obscurity. At least this past month has given us something to go... I'm enjoying myself at And if it does so, go flat, look at the injured list. Yes. Well, that's a, it's a miracle in itself. We had an injury. Look, look at last week. We had the last 15 minutes. Wallerton was basically on the pitch just to be there. Just standing around, yeah, really. And Ashley still didn't get the ball. We've got, <laughs> we've got four outfield players on the bench today. That yes. says a lot. 
Yeah, Willen is back on the bench. Day, Van Wyk, Hartley and Da Costa uh, are on the bench as well. Uh, but it's it's still a decent 11. But it, it is all about the throw-ins for Stafford. Yeah. And it's also about the nerves. There'll be a lot of nerves flying around today. We've not even mentioned the other games today on Boom Bang Bang Saturday, which we're calling it. Hyde United taking on Marine. Where did that fixture come from? Matlock against Bamber Bridge. I mean, to be fair, South Shields have won the league now, but South Shields are hosting Warrington Town today. I mean, it was all set up perfectly, wasn't it? I, I think fair play to South Shields. They've been the best side all season. Yeah. Even though we've took six points off them. Yeah, they have been the best side. But there's basically, when it comes to the playoffs, there's five teams all going for one spot with two rounds of league fixtures left. It's set it's, up perfectly, isn't it? It's in a set way? up. It could have been better. But the crux, of, point of view. the crux of it is, for FC United's game at Gainsborough next week to mean anything, it's all resting on Gainsborough against Radcliffe. If yeah. Radcliffe get beat or draw and FC win here today, then it goes to the final weekend. And I'm sure you'll keep a keen eye on it during the afternoon. I will. It's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Armour. The last home game of the season. FC United against Stafford Rangers and it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's Stato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn. As uh, Max Kane nods it down rather nicely there. And Keen Barrow goes past his man. This is good work from Barrow. Thinking about a shot saved by uh, Cameron Belford. Nice shot from uh, Keen Barrow. Decent height for a Belford, but he had to make a save. The power was there. Donahue takes it nicely on his chest. And Ethan Vaughan with a cross. Two players waiting. And uh, Max Kane it just goes over the bar there. Van Wyke is coming on, and it does look like it is for Sangare. Two changes. Uh, Ethan Vaughan is okay after his shoulder injury at the end of that first half. So, with all that in mind, it's now time to hand back over to our comments team. It's a big welcome back to Stato Paul and James Quinn. Well, thank you very much. Donoghue is injured. Donoghue's injured, well... Uh, that's great. Well, Sangari and Donoghue are off. Well, that's and really... Hartley and Van Wyck on. Well, that's a blow. We've got no... We've got already without Griffiths and Potts. And, of course, Vincent left recently. So, um, if you wanted experience in your team today, you've got a midfield now of Keegan Hartley and uh, Jan Palinkas. Guy Hall gets in the way now. Gabidon over halfway. Gabidon. He's got Kane to his left. He's driving infield. Gabidon... Van Wyk, Van Wyk on the edge of the box. Van Wyk now stepping over the ball was uh, Baru. Baru. Oh, he gives the ball away. I don't know. Oh, it's a misjudgment by Pelinkas. It's one on one here for Anderson. It's 1 0 Stafford. And that is a catalogue of mistakes. And uh, FC conceding. Van Wyk on the break here. He's got De Costa to his right. De Costa, I don't think he's going to get to this. Stewart is a crosser, does well. Plays it back to Belford, who keeps the ball in play, and then clears. Good work from Anderson there. Willis out to the right flank. The chase is on. On the right flank now. On Yeka into the box from the right side. Chip the cross. Willis comes in. Good move, and a, just couldn't get enough on it there, Willis. Lavakan was in the way. Rather slices his clearance. Joe Dunn picks it up with his head. Willis there. And uh, very relaxed Stafford now. With Tonks in the centre circle, chips it out right flank. Picked up by Onyeka. Onyeka's got men in the middle now. Onyeka, left-footed shot over the bar. And Stafford Rangers now, well, they really have got a spring in their step. Can Ethan Vaughan 
produce quality here and can FC find an equaliser and give us a bit of a grandstand finish here it certainly changed the equilibrium of this contest that's a good run from Van Wyk cross coming in and nobody gambling there well that was a really great move Vaughan turning to his bench it was a great move Van Wyk made a surprise move he crossed it nobody going in for what would have been a tap-in everyone back for uh, Stafford Keegan Hartley's gone I mean, there's nobody at all anywhere near the FC half so it's all or nothing Lavercombe on the far post needs to be a quality delivery from Baru here it comes cross comes in and it goes out of play corner ball FC has got to be taken quickly here Lavercombe stays up naturally Gabidon now plenty of shirts in that box Gabidon's cross far post parried by Belford parried well pursuing it is Ethan Vaughan Ethan Vaughan now plays it back Guy Hall's got to get it in he plays it across oh and it's intercepted Keegan Hartley with important uh, ball forward he does well late. now it's Van Wyk Jodon gets in the way throw in to FC oh, Kenton there's a final whistle and a few heads bowed by FC fruitless and uh, toothless performance really from FC no luck with injuries and so on over the last uh, few games FC with a real rally towards the end of the season good run of form but until today when uh, just couldn't put it together really no danger really and in the end a very very inexperienced 11 on the field only Curtis Jones who you consider to be very experienced Lavaca maybe but young players there's no pattern to the game and Stafford Rangers credit to them they did what they came to do good spoiling game good setup sneaked the winner and uh, deserved all three points to them and uh, Paul um, closing thoughts this, this reminded me of the relegation season where we lost to Blythe at home we went into it with a faint chance of survival and lost at home I think the sorry tale of, of this afternoon is Belford only had one save to make and that was fairly comfortable and we did not trouble him after that hardly surprising though Paul is it really and key is, if we had a penalty, who's taking it? Well, probably Max Kane, he'd probably miss it, but there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's difficult. As soon as Donahue's off, basically our half time chart hinged on let's make the defenders move so Donahue can drive through the middle. Yeah. As soon as Donahue's off the field, it's done. There's no way back at that point. And yeah. then when you have to bring off Dodd and you put in midfield Hartley and Baru it's done there's no way back and and to be fair to FC United they did create a couple of chances towards the end there but it was just a bridge too far the injuries in the end that we spoke about at the start of this game about Griffiths Wallerton Ennis Potts missing it caught up with us and that was it you've got to give some credit to Stafford yes they won all the key challenges all over the pitch they came here with a game plan the game plan was stifle the home side a nicker goal went exactly to plan for them I'm sure they would say it was always a, a long shot this we did say that there's a chance Stafford will set up exactly how you've just said they'd set up and they did but I think when you throw in the factors of the injuries I mean it's just basically we were bereft of a midfield I think yeah yeah. And if we if name him I would name Curtis Jones probably as the man of the match because I think he was 
solid. It would be difficult, obviously, not a crowded field. But um, Well, the clever thing is, and I think Matt Hill deserves credit for this, and I, I did suggest that that might be the way they go, that they, they'll go, oh, it's a young, inexperienced side, let's go for it. One thing they did do is they kept up giving us something to think about at the back because one of the changes Neil could have made was put Jones in midfield, but with the way Stafford were on the counter, there was just no way that that was an option. And they, they played it very cleverly, Stafford. Their hold-up play was very good. So when they played it long into the middle of the park, yeah. they kind of had something to work with. Now, we never got that luxury. As Neil um, makes his way towards us. Neil, um, it's been a valiant run, the last four wins. Um, with the amount of injuries and the players you lost during the course of that game, was it just a, a bridge too far, really, yeah, for that yeah, group of just, players? Just one of them. Once I lost Feizu, uh, I mean, Feizu's mother, Ramadan, uh, so he's, he's obviously fasting. Thought he could get through it, really tired. We had to sacrifice him at half-time, he had no energy. And then I get the news that Donners has done his groin. So you're going, right, now what? You've already lost Potts, <laughs> Ennis, Griffiths, Woolerton, you know, for the season. And it's, it just seems to be the story of our season, James. And I know people can say they're looking for excuses, but it, it's just, it's got to the point where if I don't laugh about it, I'll cry. Because I'm running around second half, I'm trying to put Yann in centre mid, Doddy's then got to come off fatigued. I've got Keegan, who are both tens or wide men playing centre of the park. I've got, you know, young Yam makes a mistake for the goal and his head's all over the show. You're looking around at kids and, you know, apart from Curtis and Dan, I thought were excellent, we're, we're operating with 18, 19-year-olds and it's it's hard. But that doesn't mean that they're a bad group. They've been absolutely unbelievable, James, to work with. You know, credit to them. They've gone to South Shields. They've won four on the spin. We've just fallen short today and I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's pressure. I don't know if it's the occasion. I don't know if it's the, the result filtering around that Radcliffe, you know, we're making a draw. I don't know. But all we can do is learn from it because that's why they are the age they are. And, and I'm sure that they've got big careers at, at this level of football and hopefully FC United. But what it does show, James, is that we're crying out for, for reinforcements and exactly what I just said on the microphone to the fans. It is frustrating because you've actually got, you've listed the names. <laughs> Griffiths, who was so good last Saturday, for example, and you've got Donaghy. But you take all of them away. And then you lose the players. It's um, you, you've not really got a, a big leader on the pitch, have you? In the no. middle of the park. No, I haven't. I mean, you, you know, Potts he already had a, an oldie booked. Doddy captain the side today, but you know, it was just too too big of a game because he was tired, and obviously we know issues are there. You know, you lose a Donners who's your leader. You lose Griff who's your leader. You lose Ennis who's your leader. You know, look at the ones who've already gone as well, and you're looking around and you're thinking, go on, something to happen, but. You know, credit Stafford, they, they were working like they stuck to the game plan. It worked, and, and our and our little gems just didn't turn up today. You know, they just didn't turn up, but they have turned up over the last few weeks. And, you know, like I said, you know, with, with the age group of 18, 90, 20 year olds, you're going to go and have inconsistency. So, unless you're prepared to pay five, six hundred pounds for the best wings in the league, your form's going to dip. So, young Dante Gabadon today, young Keen Baru, they're, not, they're fantastic players. They've just dipped slightly today, James, and that's that's all right. But that's all right because they're going to be really good players. And as, but, uh, but linking with one of you just said, isn't it also something to do with that Stafford had a very, it's a very sort of effective spoiling sort of style, which for inexperienced players was maybe more difficult to. You needed a pots in there to. You, you did. You need. We needed a spark today. We needed a. We needed a lift, and I think everyone in the dressing room felt it. When Donner's come off, it's another, you know, and, and, and listen, for as good as Mike Donahue is, he's, he's an unbelievable player. He's no good to me or FC United when he's on the, the bench 60% of the season. So, 
you know, we want Michael Donahue back here and fit, and there's nothing better than him. But what I can't as a manager now is going building a team around him if 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 we can't get him fit, and that and that's the that's the crux of it. You know, Donahue is the best player in the league. I've, I've no doubt about it. We want him about, but I can't be reliant on Michael. So we've got to look to get the reinforcement. So when he can play, he will play, and when he's fatigued or he's carrying a niggle, we've got something else to go in there. But you've seen today. We didn't have anything else, and, and you know that's that's due to injuries. But it's it, it is what it is, James. Okay, what about next week? Would you none of the, I mean, would Potts be back? Can Potts he play? Back, yeah, Potts is back next week, and I've just said to them, we're going to have a, a horrible night because mathematically, all right, it was it was nearly impossible. But I knew Radcliffe have dropped points today, and they have done. And you know, he could have gone to the last game of the season he, just just for the entertainment value, just to show people that that, that we can give a fist of it, and we've just. Whether or not the injuries have caught up us, or whether or not the fatigue caught up on us, whether or not the occasion caught up on us, we just underperformed, and it wasn't—it was lethargic, it was slow. But I, I'm not going to criticise them because they've given absolutely everything. And if that, you know, if that comes on the back of ten goals against Bamberbridge and, and Ashton, and everyone thinks, "Oh, FC will go and win today," maybe you come down to earth with a bump, and, and you know that's the, the double that Stafford have done over us, and it certainly is a bump today, and, and another. Saturday, three o'clock game that that we haven't won. But I said to Ben before, James, you know, I think going into this game, I think we lost one one in ten at home. We had a really good, really good record. So it hurts. It really hurts tonight. I can't. I'm not going to be able to shrug this one off. It, it hurts because I just knew Radcliffe would drop points. Just finally, James. Obviously, the support of Broadhurst Park all season has been amazing. I don't know what the crowd was. Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. It's incredible, and you know. I know, I know that everyone behind the scenes is working their backsides off to to generate more money for the planes. I know that you know there's a substantial amount of work going on, but we're not out of the woods yet. But it, it's just it's kind of that magic plea to everybody that we want to build this squad, we want to get our recruitment right, we don't want a revolving door, we want to build a squad of twenty. And you know, I'm hoping over the summer we can do that, but we won't be able to do it, James, without the fans that we've had this season and. You know, credit. My final credit goes to the, obviously the ground staff because we haven't lost the game here all season. If you look at the pitch now; it's, it's absolutely immaculate, and you know a lot of work goes in. You know the things that people don't see; a lot of work goes in. So, just a big thank you to everybody who who plays a part on match day at Broadhurst Park. You know, everybody. I, I, I say staff. You know, not, not volunteers. They're all staff. We all work in. You know, from yourselves and all, all the way through. It's just a big, big thank you. And I'm sorry that we couldn't just make today a little bit more memorable and get a win. Last game of the season and or last home game of the season and take into Gainsborough, but I guess that's but well done for the last few games where you yeah. actually made a fist of it because it was after after Marine it was almost like yeah. the world was I, over. I, I, I'll be honest, Neil. Before you go, right? South Shields away was brilliant. Uh, Bamber Bridge last weekend was brilliant, <coughs> and Ashton United was the best game of the season thus far. I've never seen football played at Hurst Cross, and <laughs> we we changed that on well, Monday. So I I'll think t- that's I'll what I think that's what we should take into the summer. I'll take that into the summer. Yeah, thanks, Ben. No, All right, thank you. Cheers, thanks, guys. Neil. Uh, Neil Reynolds there, and uh, thanks, James. And uh, well, next up for us, Gainsborough Way. Goodbye, Broadhurst. Goodbye, Broadhurst Park. We've had our moments, mm-hmm. mainly on Tuesday nights. Not much on a Saturday, although last Saturday was pretty good. But standout game before we go here at, San, at uh, Broaders Park. I just uh, said it out well, loud la- in my la- own head. Well, <laughs> last Saturday, that comes to mind first. And then the four-all with Hyde was the was probably the most exciting. Somebody screaming at home at the radio and going, what about South Shields here? Donny Hughes oh, yes. lob over the goal. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, uh, yeah. long memories required sometimes. So we did have, we did have our, our moments this year, uh, but... Uh, 
like we said, I can't keep saying the bridge too far. People are going to start buying the DVD in, in numbers, aren't they? Um, or or uh, streaming it from some... I don't <laughs> think it's on anything. Is it on anything? <laughs> well, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. I'm sure Get Netflix, Googling this. Netflix will have a wall. Where could I watch section, won't a bridge too far? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, James, a big thank you for joining us um, here at Thanks, Thanks Fantasy everyone, season. for listening. Yeah, absolutely. A big thank you to Stats Paul. Big thank you to Woodsow. And a big thank you to Neil. But uh, we're going to go now. Remember, women's team live tomorrow. And uh, for the men's team, we'll be in Lincolnshire next week. You take care. Bye-bye. FC Live there from Saturday afternoon. As discussed, next up for the Reds will be that away trip to Gainsborough Trinity this weekend. Kick-off at the North Home in Lincolnshire will be at 3pm this Saturday. But remember, if you cannot make the game, then we'll have full live commentary available on the FC Radio website, and you can tune in from 2.30pm. To the women's team now, and on Sunday, FC United's women's team travelled to Fleetwood Town, knowing that a win for the Reds would seal the league title and promotion. To hear now if FC United could do it, let's hand over to Ben and Paul on the Lancashire coast. Well, good afternoon, everyone. And just as I go on air, it starts blowing a gale. Brilliant. Welcome, everyone, to Women's Team Live. And you join us here on a Sunday afternoon on the Fylde Coast at the Fleetwood Town training complex as FC United and Manchester take on Fleetwood Town here in the league. And uh, a big game this afternoon. And it's that big. We brought Stato Paul with us. Hello, Paul. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, so, Paul, just explain today, why is this game so important? Well, it's very simple today. A win guarantees FC the, the title and promotion, which is only one club going up this season. So uh, it means we eliminate other clubs in the chase. Salford City were eliminated last week, eliminates Cheadle Town and also Curzon Ashton. So a win wraps it up completely with games to spare. Yes, uh, the games to spare are uh, Fleetwood Town next week at Broadhurst Park, where all being well, and after yesterday's events for the men's team, we certainly aren't counting our chickens here on FC Radio. All being well, that's the last home game of the season next week against Fleetwood Town. There'll be a trophy there, fingers crossed. But there is a game as well against Tranmere Rovers scheduled at some point. Don't know when that is. It was scheduled for the 30th, but that's not happening now. So two games left after this one. So there are avenues for FC United to win the league at some point in the future. But the other thing we have to say is as well, though, that... Um, Fleetwood Town Wrens obviously aren't involved in the title race, but they have been pretty competitive this season. I think they're fifth in the league, if memory serves. Um, so this is by no means uh, a walkover today. No, I, I don't think we've ever played at this venue before. Um, we have played Fleetwood away in the league, but we were allowed to play at Highbury Stadium a couple of years ago, which was a very enjoyable occasion in which we won 2-0. We also beat them at home 7-0 that season, so our record against them is quite good. Uh, fingers crossed we're coming through loud and clear. Uh, I do need to check a few things while we're on air. Uh, we, we're broadcasting today uh, using a mobile phone, uh, so if it is a bit windy, we do apologise. Just to give you an idea where we are, the Fleetwood Town Training Clubhouse is over there, which is a fantastic building. Uh, there's an AstroTurf right ahead of us. The women's team play on a grass pitch just to the left of the clubhouse, and uh, we're on an embankment facing the pitch. And there's a decent-sized crowd over on the far side as uh, the referee is checking to see everyone is set and ready to go. And we're off and running here at Fleetwood Town. Here's Patient now. Patient as well cuts out that pass. Here's Dixon. Dixon down this right-hand side now. Dixon motoring forward. Good stuff from Libby Dixon. Crosses this ball in. Well defended, though, by the Fleetwood Town fullback. But Dixon gets the ball back. Crosses that ball in. Oh, he nearly finds Kelly. But uh, cleared. Only as far as Carrington. Carrington goes for a long-distance shot. Saved by the goalkeeper. Down to her right there. 
Good effort that from Carrington Paul. It was. It, the goalkeeper needed to use a feet on that one because uh, it fizzed through very low. But it's going to break out towards the left-hand side. Kelly sprinted to keep that ball in play and succeeds. Kelly now crosses this ball in from the left. It breaks to Dixon and that's a fantastic save from Scanlon. It really was, Paul. One of the saves of the season for both men's and women's teams' commentaries. That was sensational. Dixon on the stretch there from six yards out. Fires to the top corner and she manages to claw it around the post. Terrific save and another corner. Here's Dixon now. Dixon from the right. Good ball in. There's Reeves for a free header. Just wider the goal. Two brilliant chances there, Paul, now for FC United. Jones now. Jones on the right-hand side of FC United's penalty area. Jones crosses this ball in. FC short on the back post here. Good save by Donald. And FC United really caught out. Carl Michael with the effort. And Donald, well, she did remarkably well there, Paul, to keep that one out. Well, she was unmarked on the far post for a long time, though, and the ball came to her. And fair play to Donald. She dived low to keep the ball out at the post. Patience there. Good defending from Patient. Bird's whistle on the edge of her area, facing the wrong way. Has to play the ball back to Marsh. Marsh back to Donald. Donald's hurried clearance. And now it's picked up here by Fleetwood. Fleetwood with an opportunity. Oh, it just hit the post. It was uh, Slater there with the... With the effort, and uh, Jean belts the ball towards the halfway line. Second ball picked up by Reeves, who plays the ball long down the left-hand side for Dixon to run onto. Dixon, first time ball into battle, battle in the area. Oh, and battle puts it wide of the goal. And at that point, Paul, in those circumstances, you would have bet your house on battle scoring that one. But wide it goes, nil-nil the score remains. O'Gara moving down the left-hand side, plays it to Reeves on the edge of the penalty area. Reeves back out to the left to Carrington. Carrington, first time ball in. It hits the bar. It breaks to Chambers on the back post, but uh, it's cleared. But uh, FC United are unlucky. But uh, Fleetwood back with the ball. And here's Jones. That's a great ball to find Jones. Goalkeepers out of area. Oh, and Donald mistimes a challenge there. And the referee is going to his back pocket. And it's a red card for Donald. Donald. Out of her area, a straight red card there for that challenge on Jones. Yeah, he had no choice and that leaves 20 minutes now with uh, FC uh, needing to find a goalkeeper. It looks like it's going to be Kennedy who's going to be going in net. and uh, The referee's making sure the wall is back perfectly. But it is going to be Ellie Parkinson to take this on the left foot. Goes for goal and it hits the bar and the rebound stays in play. And, uh, well, it's out of play. And, uh, well, FC United there can breathe a sigh of relief. A great free kick there from Ellie Parkinson. Chambers launches it in towards the back post. That's a searching ball. It's cleared. Not fully cleared yet, though, by the home side. O'Gara picks it up on the edge of the box. O'Gara goes for goal. Oh, it's just narrowly wide. A brilliant effort there from the midfielder, but wider the goal it goes. Full time here. At Fleetwood Town's training ground, nil-nil the score. And I think given the circumstances, Paul FC United going down to 10 players with Sophie Donald giving a straight red card. Eve Kennelly, very much a makeshift goalkeeper going in goal. I think given the circumstances, Paul would take the point. Yes, um, losing Sophie Donald ultimately didn't affect the scoreline because Eve Kennelly was pretty much unemployed, but... Uh, if yesterday was going to be boom, bang, a bang, and today was going to be congratulations, it's not really got off the ground. No, but a point's a point, and uh, just to be clear on what that does to the league table, FC United today would have sealed the league title with a win. A draw, though, takes us up to 43 points. I believe that was the max that Cheadle could get. 
and we have a far superior goal difference. So, by my maths, I think that's the league title pretty much done. But obviously, we can seal it next week now with another with another draw. <laughs> Cheadle are winning five nil. Well, there we go. So it it will technically go into next week. But, but I'm pr I'm pretty sure the max that Cheadle can get is forty three points because uh, I said to you, didn't I? The target is forty four. And now we're on 43. It goes down to goal difference. The goal difference is way in favour of FC United. So it's more or less promotion now for FC United. But we'd like to do it properly next week against Fleetwood Town back at Broaders Park. I think we always said we wanted to finish the job at home and uh, we didn't expect it to be goalless today. But yes, we're going to... We have the opportunity in front of our own fans, which is a really good thing next Sunday. So... Hopefully we'll get a big attendance next week to see us finally get over the line. What did you make of the actual game here today? I mean, Fleetwood Town, have, um, I mean, I said early doors that Cardwell Wilsden was, was destined to be player of the match and, well, I think she was ultimately proper defending. But we have to mention Scanlon's save in the first half. The better the chance... I don't know about that, actually. I was about to say the better the chances for FC were in the first half, but I think FC have had the moments, certainly. O'Gara in, in the second yeah, half. A battle. Yeah. Just wide of the post. Dixon's had a couple of chances. There has been moments, but I think the best chance um, fell to Dixon in the first half, shot on goal, and we will put the highlights up um, in the week, but a world-class save from Holly Scanlon kept the scores at nil-nil at half-time, and the pattern of play and all that, I think that's ultimately what's got Fleetwood the point today. I think Fleetwood worked very hard and, and tried to close us down as much as they could, and denied us time and space we found it difficult to pass the ball around today and there weren't many opportunities to be had but um, a point is a point it's another step forward and um, in the long run the manager won't be overly disappointed what about Sophie Donald Paul we saw with Lavercombe it's one of them things you can't take it to heart too much that's that's what being a sweeper keeper is all about sometimes the striker gets there first and that's just what happened you either get to the ball first or you, or you end up with a red card I think yeah. it's very black and white isn't it um, and unfortunately she didn't get to the ball first she was committed to the challenge an outfield player maybe a different story but with a keeper the keeper's got to go I suppose but anyway we're going to be joined uh, by James Mulverhill now and uh, James big thank you for joining us um, we believe that point with the goal difference has, has sealed the league title. But today, it's been a very tricky game indeed. Uh, it's been a proper battle. What do you make of just coming here and, and digging out a point? Because that's essentially what we've done. Um, when you look at it as a, as a whole, it's a, a strange one, a strange place to come to, a strange pitch, bobbly. I think some of our girls are a bit spoilt at the minute playing on 3Gs and 4Gs and Broadhurst Park, and then we've come proper old school there, come to a field that's getting dug up tomorrow so it's been battered um but we didn't start we should have sealed the game early on like we didn't start fast we didn't we didn't do the business early on we looked lethargic we didn't look quick um probably the first half of the girls at our time i said that's the worst first half of the season i said it's been terrible and um kind of a, wanted to apologize to the fans about how bad it was who come over and traveled this way um we only kind of turned up when when we went down to 10 men like we, we were it was crazy like um fair play to Sol. She's, she's a bit upset there but um she got player of the match last week for coming out doing the same thing yeah. and i just said it's part of your education mate i said at least i've had tons of red cards in the past i said You've actually come out and tried to play the ball and, and done it correctly, so fair play to you. So the girls feel feel disappointed in the performance, but listen, at the end of the day, like I thought we could have nicked it at the end. Like we're down to ten players, and it was like, here we go. Can we get a bit of this? But 
would you take a point at the start of the day? Yeah, like it is, it's another point on the board towards winning the league. Um, but opportunity now for us to, to go on Thursday to Tranmere away and, and, and actually seal the deal. Um, these could be giving us a, a guard of honour on Sunday, providing we do the business. So a little bit of extra motivation for our players today. I didn't know about the Tranmere game. Thanks for throwing that into my diary, James. Yeah, really. Sorry, mate. It's, it's all right. it, I, I just, like Cheshire Oaks. It's, yeah. fine. it's fine. I just found out about it last night. <laughs> we, we, they asked us, they said, uh, can you do it on Thursday? And I was like, let me find out. And then bang, it went on full time. I was like, okay, yeah. But <laughs> listen, we are where we are. We've got a point. It'd be good to go and seal the deal on, on, on Thursday against uh, against Tranmere and then have a big, big kind of celebration on Sunday at, at Broadhurst Park. Well, uh, just to say about Sophie Donald as well, um, we were just saying them. You said it was part of education. It's one of the things, if you're going to be a sweeper-keeper, most of the time you'll clear it, sometimes you won't, and that's what's happened. It happens, so isn't it? It's the risk. It it's, like, it's the risk um, of the game, isn't it? Yeah. So, speaking of goalkeepers, though, I know what you're saying about the performance and that, but there were moments, and Scanlon, their goalkeeper, has yeah, done one of the best She's dug out a world in yeah. there. Libby Dixon. Wow. Yeah. I, was, I was literally, how was she saved? She's going the, the other way, her body weight's the other way, and then she's just flung herself across the goal. So, fair play to their keeper. She has dug a few out, and Battle misses a sitter. Like, oh, I said to her, I said, Battle, I said, forget about Donald. We, we, it's, it, you're criminal, you're missing that sitter there. But it's all good fun. Listen, it's, it, you can do that at this point in the season where we can, like, we can be tongue-in-cheek with it, but we, we all know, like, We've had a bad game today. Like it wasn't great. It, it, the girls were nervous. I could feel it in the first half in the changing rooms. It could feel the nerves. Like you can, they know they're so close. This girl's been playing for 10, 11 years, and, and they've never won this league. So we're we're in touching distance. And I like to think it's pretty much done today. But I want I want to have a proper celebration of, of actually winning a football match and going. Yeah, do you know what? We've just won the league with that one. Yeah. Apologies if my maths is incorrect, but I do think that draw has, has given us the league title. Yeah. So on goal uh, difference at this point. On goal difference, yeah. Um, and it is far superior. I mean, Chiefs do have a fair few games left, and they did win five nil today. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. Uh, but touching upon Fleetwood on Sunday, um, I mean, we mentioned it for the Salford game, but that is the last game of the season. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to the league, it's a big game. Yeah. Um, silverware could be handed out yeah. uh, on Sunday get yourself down there Mate, it makes it more fun like if we, if we win today and it's kind of oh it's already done like i'd like to play sunday like with it being like we, we, where we go we win this we win the league like but that's just drama of me like <laughs> I, want, I want it to go to the last whistle but um listen the girls have had a great season and, and just speaking to, to to fleetwood's coaching staff then they said listen you, you have smashed it this year like you should be proud of yourselves we've had a couple of games like this this year where it's been like when we talked at cheadle where i was like we should have won that like we've had a few of them but we've had more often than not we've done the business and, and secured the victory so um, proud of the girls like not happy with the performance but proud of the girls as a whole for the year points a point and points a point you know, listen when you need a point yeah. a point is a point exactly. <laughs> uh, well James uh, a big thank you for joining us yeah. uh, sorry there was no goal sorry hey, no, there was no, no. no cheering listen we all know why we've come up here yeah Get yourself to Blackpill. Yeah. Fish and chips on the way home. Have a, have a lovely time. Few sticks of rock. <laughs> Women's team manager James Mulverhill there. And we'll have full live commentary from that crucial game on Thursday night as FC United look to confirm the title against Tranmere Rovers. Kick-off at Vauxhall Motors FC will be at 7.15pm with commentary available on the FC Radio website. And of course, we'll also be at Broadhurst Park this Sunday for that final league game of the season as FC United hosts Fleetwood Town. Kickoff in North Manchester will be at 2pm. Well, that's it for this week's This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.